want to talk to you this morning about something that is very, very close to my heart. I'm somewhat of an activist when it comes to this, and, and I'm passionate about this. And uh, uh, that's why I say it's not an accident that you've discovered this radio frequency. And I will, uh, on behalf of my own life, just share a little bit. And I've done that before, and I really checked in with the Lord and said, Lord, uh, you've laid something else on my heart, but when I came to studio this morning, God has just spoken into my spirit. And the question is not, can you hear the voice of the Lord? The question is, what did the Lord say to you this morning? And what is the Lord saying to you right now as you tune to this radio broadcast? So what the Lord has laid on my heart, and as I said, I'm somewhat of an activist when it comes to this is marriage. This weekend absolutely stunned again when I heard a people that I thought would grow old gracefully together, gracefully growing old together, that uh, divorced. And it just absolutely breaks my heart when you hear these things. Walking into studio this morning and Mana Stories and with Miller Crow Camp and these guys talking about marriage and how hard marriage is and that it takes a lot of work. And recently and last week I was listening to this one young man asking his grandpa what advice can he give him when it comes to marriage. And his grandpa looked at him, he was 84, and he looked at him and he said to him, listen, your grandma and I have decided when we got married is to never have an argument with one another. Never lose our temper with one another when we have a disagreement. And so we've decided that whenever we have a disagreement, we would take a break. Just turn around, walk away. He says, and I choose to go outside into the garden. And he said, in my married life, I learned to grow fond of nature. I learned to grow fond of nature. And I want to talk to you about marriage this morning because being married is such a privilege. You know, so many people in my life that I've met that divorced and lo and behold, they're looking again for that perfect soulmate. There is no such thing as a perfect soulmate. En ek wil graag uit my eie leven veroogend gauw net een paar gedagtes met jou deel. As jy veroogend op pad is na die sky of toe, if you're on your way to the divorce court, this day, you had the, the papers drawn up, lawyers is going to cost you a fortune, divorce is going to cost you a fortune. The brokenness, somebody once said that, Love is like two atoms. If you bring it together in a controlled manner, bring those two atoms together, then you can light up a city. You can light up a city. But if you smash those two atoms together, it reverberates into the generations hereafter. Die atom ontploffing wat verwoesting zijn, not just in your finances, but in your soul, in your emotions, in your children, in your family. 
die verwoesting wat het veroorzaakt. And I've been with Radio Puppet now for 17 years, and I've often had a discussion of people that phoned in and said, you need to pray for my son and daughter, uh, my, my, my son or my daughter. And the question is, why? No, they're on the brink of, of divorce. Uh, but, you, you, you know, my, my, my son is enduring this, and my, my, my son is enduring that, and this and that is happening to him. And then what it did, like, that our hours is wat lang nie die dochter aangeneem het, en wat praat van, sy dit en sy die en sy die, my schoondochter, of my schoonseen, en ouwe speel een groote rol, it is amazing that when you get married, I've recently been asked by my own son, if I would officiate their marriage, and what an honor and a privilege that is. What an insane honor and privilege that is. Still working through it because I know it's an emotional day, especially for parents when their kids get married. Maar om die sien en dochter aan te neem, not as a, a son-in-law, but as another son. Not as a daughter-in-law, but as another daughter. And then you get married and you discover that you not only married that individual, but you married the family. The family comes as part of the package. And then life starts. Adulting 101. And you've got to make the finances work and there's kids and there's all sorts of challenges in life. And I remember, if you permit me, I come from a household where my ma was a thuiste skepper, as ek het so mag gestel het. Sy het haar familie gedien, en vandag onthou ek, die grootste geskenk wat my pa my ooit gegeet, is dat hy haar lief gehad het, my ma lief gehad het. En sy het haar familie gedien, soos wat die skrifte daarvan praat. Then I married a woman whose mom and dad were professional people and they were taught to to set themselves up. I'm talking about the basics. Make your bed. Put your washing in the washing basket. I'm talking about these things. When you made yourself a cup of coffee, put the milk back in the fridge. They were taught these things. And lo and behold, I came from a household where my mom used to do these things for me. And now I married a woman that her mum said to her, remember what you do on the first day, you have to do for the rest of your married life. And guess what she did? And people always laugh at me when I say that, but I'm still not sure to this day whether it was a test or not, but nyada, nyada. And I cried out to the Lord, it was hard years way back when. And I cried out to the Lord and I said, Lord, I asked of you a woman that can do these things, know how to cook. How did the guy say, my wife treats me like a, like a, a, a idol. She puts three burnt offerings in front of me every day. And so as you begin to rondkrap in the evening, is there baie goed waar you can gaan fout vind. Until it reached that day that you say, no more. En in my geval wil ek vir jou sê, 
Ik heb de tourgroep Israël toegevat. En ons het een groot uitval gehad, net voor ik bij die deur uitgestap het, en sy het vir my gesê, as ons terugkom, moet ons oorweeg of ons wil aangaan, met dit wat ons so genaamd die hevelik noem. En ek het in Israël rondgeloop, en my hart was stikkend oor my eie ek, en ek het vir die Heere gesê, Heere, so kan geen mens aangaan nie, so kan geen mens aangaan nie, Lord, this is killing me. This is causing me, my, my inner man, to die. Ek het in Afrikaans vir die Heere gesê, sy maak my lam. En ek sal nooit vergeet, hoe die geest van God in my opgeborrel het, en vir my geantwoord het en gesê het, you haven't got a clue what you're doing to her. As jy dink is jy's lam, kan jy voorstel hoe voel haar gees soveel meer fijn besnaard rag fijn gouwe drade vol emoties, het jy idee wat jy aan haar doen en ek het daar in Jerusalem in die straten geloop en gesê, maar jyre wat nou waar jy nou en ek sal nooit vergeet hoe die jyre daar op een straat ook vir my gesê het die to self want ek het vir Heere gesê, ek weet nie hoe om hier die probleem in my hevelike recht te maak nie. And I remember clearly when God said to me in Jerusalem, of all places, vandag weet ek is die middelpunt van die aarde, somebody once said, it's the closest place to heaven, but I remember clearly when the Lord said to me, die to self. And I remember saying to the Lord, I don't know how to die to self, Lord. I don't know, ek is nog te niet getrouwd, ek weet, jyre, hoe sterf ek aan, wat beteken dit? What does it even mean to die to self? And I remember God's spirit saying to me, for your married son, die to self. And you know what I did? I started praying this prayer, Lord, help me to die to self. It doesn't matter anymore what my wife is doing, how she's living life, her perception of marriage. Lord, help me to die to self. Die to self. That's all what I prayed for those almost 14 days in Israel. I I walked the streets, I walked the soil of the Holy Land, and I cried out to God wherever I went. Whenever the Spirit reminded me, I just prayed, Lord, help me to die to self. Do you know there's a scripture? In Galatians 2 and verse 20, that's talking about dying to self. Let me read it to you. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. Lord, help me to die to self. I would never forget, we came back from Israel, the tour was over, a huge success. Thank the Lord for that. And there was no more disagreements, no more fighting, no more arguments. I will never forget, absolutely astounded. 
I wasn't sure. Was it me who died to self? Was it Elena who died to self? I, I wasn't sure. What I do know is nine months later, the time that it takes for a human being to grow in the womb, nine months later, one Saturday morning, as I was walking through my house in South End, she took me by the arm. She says, I want to ask you something. I said, yeah, what is it, sweetheart? And she said these following words. She said, what happened in Israel? This last tour that you went to Israel, what happened? And I thought, my goodness, where is this coming from? I said, what do you mean? And then she said the following words. She said, I've been watching you now for nine months. You know what astounded me is that you can live in the same house, sleep in the same bed, eat at the same table with the woman that God gave you and not know that you've been watched. And she said to me, I've been watching you for the last nine months. And then she said these words, you are a totally different person. A totally different person. And I knew at that moment that God had saved my marriage. I knew at that moment that God had helped me to die to self. There was no voice that spoke to me, no lightning, no, no funny stuff that happened. It was just a mere mortal submitting to omniscient God that says, Christ lives in you. It doesn't matter what your spouse is doing. You die to self. Do you know there's a scripture in Ephesians 5? Husbands, husbands, love your wives. Just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Did you know that Christ laid his life down for his bride? Christ died to self. And he sets that up in our faces as a reminder this morning that we as husbands, we as husbands, the kings, the priests, and the prophets of our households are to treat our wives with respect, to love them as Christ loved the church. Do you know that 1 Peter 3 in verse, I think it is 7 or 8, let me just page there quickly, says God won't even answer your prayers. God won't even answer your prayers if you don't treat your wife with respect. It's 1 Peter 3 in verse 7, Likewise, husbands, dwell with your wife with understanding, giving honor to the wife as a weaker vessel, and as being heirs together, heirs, heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. Ek sal nooit vergeet die dag toe ek getrouwd is, het die predikant en hy is nou al in die hier namals, Lodewijk van Vieren, het gekyk en gesê, ek verklaar jou nou, man en vrou, meneer en mevrou, dat so. En toe het hy vir my gesê, Wijnand, draai om, en kyk na jou spiel. Kyk 
na jou speel. And I know sometimes we get married for all the wrong reasons and sometimes it's very hard and maybe even this morning. You know, this weekend, so absolutely blown away by people who I thought would grow old gracefully, now divorced, shattered, broken, family shattered and broken, the heartache, the hardship that comes with divorce. The Word of God very clear on this. The Word of God says that we shouldn't get divorced. Did you even know that? Marriage is more than just a wedding day. It's a lifelong commitment that requires love, devotion, selflessness, kindness, care. And God says he hates divorce. And we live in a day and age where people, yeah, I hear what you say, and then we put a but in there. But, Lord, I'm going to do it my way. But, Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Are you willing to die to self this morning? Can your vrou Christus in your leave sin? Can your wife see Christ in you? Can your son see Christ in you? Can your daughter see Christ in you? Can your mother-in-law see Christ in you? Your father-in-law? If not, my brother, my sister, we need to die to self. As jy in staatsie hierdie naweek geleed, en jou hart is seer volgend en jy is gebroke, mag aan die hand van hierdie klein getuinis uit my eie lewe, there is hope, when the toilet clogs up, you don't sell the house, you get a plumber, and you get the problem sorted, when the light bulb blows, you don't sell the house, you don't get rid of the house, you change the light bulb, as daar een probleem is, en ek wil vir jou sê, communicatie is die oplossing, Communicatie is die oplossing, communicatie in die eerste plek met die God van hemel en aarde wat vir jou levensmaat gegeet. En dan communicatie met jou levensmaat. And so I want to pray for broken marriages this morning, Lord. Father, that as your word says, in Ephesians 5 and verse 25, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ Thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting the perfect example. Thank, thank you for referring to us as your bride. Thank you, Lord, for Calvary that you died, that you laid down your own self as you urges men all over South Africa to lay down themselves, to take up their rightful places as king, priests, and prophets. It doesn't matter what our spouses is doing anymore but to die to self, that we will cry out as one breath, a fragrance raising up into the courts of heaven this morning, Lord, let the men of this country die to self. Bring revival, Lord, bring revival in our marriages, a new touch, a restoration, an anointing, Lord, that the members of our households can see we are God-fearing men, Heer ons bid daarvoor, bid vir die hevelike wat in die moeilikheid is. Lord, that they be a stirring in the heart this morning and say, here I am, Lord, it is me. I need to die to self. I am he, I am she, Lord.
that needs to hear your voice this morning, that need to die to self. Restore our marriages, Lord. Be the God in our married life, in our marriages, so that ons kinders een voorbeeld kan hee van een jimmelse pa, wat omgee, omdat de aardse pa lief is vir hulle vrouwens en vir ons kinderse maas. And I want to say it again, the greatest gift, my brother, you can give your children is by loving their mother. By loving their mother. I'm talking to you. Love their mother. I'm talking to you. The greatest gift you can give your wife, I'm talking to you, is to draw her closer to God than to yourself. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.